I think I'm a role model to anyone who asks. Teacher think I'm cheating and she kicked me out of class. Daddy think I'm grown up and I'm really kicking ass. Mommy think I'm baby and I really need a nap. Grandma think I'm a good boy and I'm witty when I rap, but she don't know what the fuck I'm saying. She can't hear me, I'm too fast. And if she found out what I was saying, she would whip me on my ass and she would probably fall to the ground with a mini heart attack. Fans think I'm talented and nifty with the craft. Haters think I'm corny and I'm cringy and I'm trash. Labels think I'm selfish and I'm stingy with the cash. I think they don't like me, they can kiss me on my ass. Hello, what's up? The song was Tokens Code Red. Which pretty much highlights the kind of guest that we are going to have. The most chilled out and awesome person that I've ever met on this podcast. Please welcome Shitesh Sherawat who is my next guest. But before that, I have to shout out a couple of my friends. So shout out to Anirudh Pratap Singh who is a rapper. Please go check out his link that will be given in the description. Please support my friend Shirish who owns this business called Progressive Distributors and he has been facing major losses during the lockdown so please go check out his business and support him in whatever ways that you can. Thank you. Let's jump right into the interview. Hello and welcome to the World is Ending podcast and today with us we have India's most famous and India's best dating coach, Shitesh Sharawat. I keep getting his name wrong, but uh, I can't forget this guy. I've been following him for the past four years and uh, he has been transformative in my personal experiences. And I've been following him in multiple dimensions in life. He, uh, he, became, he tried to become a vlogger at one point. Uh, <laughs> he talks about <laughs> inner child healing. He talks about psychology, trauma, depression. Uh, pick up game girls a lot of different things online dating different things so right now as we focus on this podcast about relationships about uh, how many societies and trivial societies are formed we'll talk to Shitaj about such subjects that concern us and such subjects that come and fall into our domain so hello Shitaj it's an absolute pleasure having you on my podcast hey what's up bro same here man uh I'm glad that uh yeah, I got invited here, bro. Like you hit me up sometime back and uh, I'm glad to be here, bro. Yo, thank you very much. Uh, Shitish, first question first. You've been doing this for a very, very long time. And I, I, so the format for my podcast is I hit the guests with the questions as soon as they come in. Right. 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 So, uh, You've been doing this for a very, very long time, right? You've been teaching men about dating. You've been yeah. uh, helping people meet. You have been uh, helping relationships form. Yeah. Uh, in a very non-conventional manner. So yeah. my question to you is how to be more desirable as a man as well as as a woman. Yeah, yeah, right. All right. Um, so bro, like desire is, I think, different. It means different things to different people. Uh, so when we talk about anything to be more desirable, we're just going to go with the, the majority of the stuff. So it's going to be more of a probability thing and like a best guess. But in the end, it's always going to have to be nuanced because some people would like something else. The other person would like something else. And at the same time, it depends on like what kind of desire there is, right? I mean, some sometimes people just want like a casual desire or sometimes people want more of like a long-term relationship or a desire. So, but... <clears throat> having kept all those parameters in mind, one thing I've found for sure to work every time and which uh, is basically the crux of any male to female attraction happening, any attraction happening is emotions. All right. So attraction is something which is going to be very emotional. And if uh, you can make the other person have a good time with you, 
I think it's going to be really amazing. And then if you're looking for like a more deeper relationship, you can more look for more deeper qualities. But for you to stand out, for for you to like even make a mark, I think you need to be memorable and you need to make the other person have a good time. That's absolutely true. Like uh, the point of reference, although it is variable, but there are some universal things that make someone desirable or someone more attractive, right? Right. So like someone is perceived in general as a more attractive person and someone is perceived in general as a less attractive person. Uh, right. If you'd have to list down a couple of traits for people, like this is one trait that makes people desirable. Yeah. And this is one trait that makes people less desirable. How would you list that out? Fine. So let's go, let's go like five desirable ones and five undesirable ones. I think that's going to be easy for us. Right. So I, I think, uh, Desirable ones could be, <clears throat> as I said, um, so I think sense of humor, all right? That could be, I would put that like among the top three, at least, bro. Sense of humor, confidence, okay? And then there's going to be ability to have fun and not not have logical conversations, like knowing how, how to have a conversation with someone because social skills or talking to anybody is not so much about like, you know, um, <clears throat> how do I put it? It's, it's, not, it's not so much about like, like a podcast, like you ask me a question and I reply to you, right? It's not like that. It's about, it's about more of like a flowy thing. It needs to flow. It needs to be fun. It needs to just flow from this. So I think those mm -hmm. are going to be the top three. And then after that, uh, after that come, I think in under confidence only things like, you know, having a great eye contact, having a talking in a certain manner. I think those are the things, things basically, which are more qualitative, you know, things which are, which are really, um, uh, let's just say, uh, what do you call them, ma'am? Uh, behavioral traits. You know, in okay. your behavior, you can mm. see them. Right, right. Distinguishable yeah. behavioral traits for people. Right, yeah. Right. Mm. I think right. it's always going to be going to be better than <clears throat> uh, winning something on like looks or money mm. or something because that, that's mm. one game that you can never win anyway. No matter how exactly. much people believe it, it's all. It's obviously going to help you in certain manner if you're like a better looking person, but. In the end, I mean, that's not, that's not the be all. There's a, there's a phrase in Hindi, uh, that's called Ninyavat ka fair. And okay, that's what, what I think that, that means like when you get 99 bucks, you want to make the last one rupee to have hundred rupees. Yeah. So, so, you know, like the chase for money, the chase for fame, the chase for anything, um, yeah. that's as materialistic as, uh, that is, yeah. is like an Indiavat cafe. It's like chasing the last penny just to just not focusing on the 99 you have and just crying for the right. one that you would never have. So it's a, it's a oh, continuous sure. process of doing that. That's how I see it. Oh, for sure, bro. For sure. I mean, and, and it's, it's not like, I mean, I'm above that already. Like clearly we're saying like for sure and stuff. And I'm pretty sure like none of us are Buddha right now. So we're still stuck in that right. phase. And, right. uh, I mean, I know, like, I know that I need to transcend that, but there, there's a way where people want you to transcend that by shaming you by saying that, Oh my God, these are materialistic things. You should not go after that. Uh, you know, you can put up a front and be like, I'm a nice guy. Or like, you can put up a front and be like, I'm someone who doesn't go after money. I'm not greedy in that manner. Or like, you know, I, uh, I'm someone who, uh, who, who does not want to be famous. All right. Because that, that, because that's what ideally the society wants from you. But when it comes, but is that really the reality? Like you're just putting on a front in front of you. Like you're not even being fucking authentic. So I'd rather be like, you know, I mean, that's, that's really like, we need to get that done. But mm. at the same time, I'm still on my journey of achieving that or reaching that point, which again, cannot be reached. It can only be realized in the present moment. Absolutely. So, but what we know why, okay? So, I mean, mm. we're just, you know, you know this is absolutely hilarious because shittich ka matlab hota hai, Hindi mein zenith. 
something that you can never reach <laughs> yeah i mean it means the horizon as yeah, well the horizon the zenith that yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. So something that reach, you can yeah. never reach yeah right so yeah. you just keep chasing shitage yeah but you can never reach the shitage it's basically background mein music chal raha can't touch this na 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 aur log lage hain abhi je yaar see i i listen to this guy called dr alok khanoja he goes by the name of dr k on twitch and he talks about something called a lot of shoulds we had a lot of shoulds in our life yeah. like uh, like we should not be like this we should be like this and mm-hmm. because of that we burden ourselves a lot like you know we are thinking about a lot of things the way we should behave uh, we are thinking about a rule book that doesn't exist true uh anyway anyway uh, back to the point what is the catalyst to courtship uh, so i love asking this question whenever i meet someone who's a dating coach and yeah this is because what do you think starts is a spark for a relationship what do you think is the spark for a courtship all right so uh, <clears throat> uh are we talking about like a relationship or like a courtship um, what, i mean what tends to you I, mean, like i miss i misjudged my words so i think i'm talking about courtship right so i mean uh, can you simplify that thoda aur like so, I, i know what courtship yaar, means but like yaar, just to mera, get like a clear context yaar mera point hai na like a guy and a girl meet right like i'm uh-huh. i'm a very heteronormative manner ठीक है will be wanting to have conversations depending on uh, stuff which i find really boring like mm. i don't want to have conversations on poetry all right right but right. there might be someone who'd want to have a conversation on poetry all right so but right. if in the same manner like i think our best bet is again just like you know if you're having a conversation with, with poetry you can still be funny you can still have fun while having that conversation and you can still mm. be confident So the right. the baseline is still the same thing, and उसके ऊपर you can obviously add different things, hmm. right? Right, right, right. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna be it, bro. <laughs> so, uh, like, okay, something that I think uh, you get asked a lot is like, what is the best way to meet a potential suitor? Yeah. All right. So, um, it, I mean, it depends on what you're looking for, bro. If you're looking for like a casual shit, you head to the uh. club. Uh-huh. Alright, you you head to the club. You're looking for like now there are dating apps as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people meet their fiancés and everything on dating apps. While at the same time, people use that for hooking up as well. Mm-hmm. So the best where I like to go, I like to go to the club because I like to dance. I'm more of an extroverted person. Yeah. I like to dance. I like to be in the moment. I like to meet people there. It's like it it gives me the feeling. like i'm going back to school because like when i used to go to school or when i used to go to college i had all my friends there so now when mm. i'm hitting the clubs regularly i'm going to i know i'm going to meet my friends there so mm. it's about having that conversation with them and then of course like you know meeting girls out there so mm. if you ask me personally i think cold approach which is just going to malls and bars and clubs and coffee shops and approaching people in a very non threatening in a very respectful manner talking to the mm. other person mm. i think that's that's fucking amazing plus it's got other yeah. side benefits as well to it like you mm-hmm. it helps you get over your social anxiety man it helps you take learn how to take risks and right. understand that the world isn't all that right followed followed by that we've got like these dating apps coming up right so mm-hmm. that's that's another way where, pe- where people meet mm-hmm. then 
other ways people people meet is through their friends or through mm-hmm. in the workplace or in mm-hmm. college or at like a party mm-hmm. then at the gym you can meet people you can meet mm-hmm. people at like i mean you can meet people in any social scenario bro like like a yoga class bro like right. a right. like a spirituality retreat you can meet people i've i've met so many of my closest friends from like spirituality retreats because i connect with them more and those are like more deeper connections like so many girls that i've met there and i'm mm-hmm. i'm really good friends with them and it's just like mm-hmm. a different bond but at the right. same time i've got friends from like the club as well so it depends right. what i'm depends what i'm looking for bro you know yeah exactly but, mm-hmm. yeah but but mostly like you know if anyone's in the in their 20s and they haven't dated around and they haven't had much experience so i think the first step for them would be to go and explore these different things and see what they like doing All right. So I naturally like to dance. I'm going to hit up dance classes and I'm going to go to the club. If I want to do yoga, I'm going to then go to like a yoga class. At the same time like you know not treating it like I'm only going there to meet people, mm. but more like going there so that, you know, I want to go there. Right? right. Right. Right exactly. Uh you start off from a message, you start off from meeting in a yoga class, you start off from meeting somewhere absolutely abstract. Yeah. How do you convert that to for some people it's a relationship for some other people it's some different kind of outcome right but i'll ask you about the highest order of outcome that's a relationship All how right. do you move from a conversation to a relationship are you uh, so the way i figured it out is uh, i mean which has worked best for me and hundreds and thousands of people that i've coached online and in person the best thing is you go up and you start a conversation being completely confident using some sense of humor being yourself uh of course that on being yourself has worked on a lot of things to help you understand who you are really and like working on your eye contact your body language your vocal tonality the way you're talking your sense of humor your ability to do storytelling you know just having better communication skills and being a, just a better person mm-hmm. so when you start a conversation like that and you're all confident um mm-hmm. the conversation goes on sometimes it doesn't go on and the girl mm-hmm. would want to leave so you let her go and then you if you want to approach someone else you can go talk to someone else and then when when you when you talk to mm-hmm. the person um you start off funny you start off with a lot of fun uh one biggest mistake that people make is like they approach the girl you know of course she's a stranger but they behave in a very strange manner right mm-hmm. so one thing i teach people is approach someone as if like you already know them so mm-hmm. rather than approaching someone being like hey hi excuse me can i talk to you for 2 minutes mm-hmm. i would i would rather be like hey Do you know I think you look amazing what's your name much more of like a friendly vibe I'm going to give and much more right. like confident vibe and just right. set the frame of the interaction mm-hmm. from the start that this, this is what it is and just uh, assume familiarity from before so that already sets the frame and then now if I'm going to start cracking jokes I'm going to laugh and I'm going to ask a name and aise aise chalta rahega then of course at some point in time couple of things can happen if mm-hmm. she's in a hurry i might want to get a number or a instagram so that i can meet up with her later if she's not mm-hmm. in a hurry i would go on an insta date right then and there maybe go get brownies at theobroma maybe go have golgappe if that's a very that's specific happening. that's a very specific choice get brownies from that yeah because like where i meet people there's that place which i really like so <laughs> that's that's what coming in my mind of course you can you can go get momos bro like you know anything which is going to be more fun is going to be better you can get frozen yogurt you know something which is like which is very less of an ask like i would not tell the girl or be like you know do you want to come have a cup of coffee with me because that mm. makes it very like formal and too much of an investment from her side which she might not want to because she just met you and she might just be comfortable for like let's say even a glass of water man right, right. 
and then from there if she's more comfortable then maybe she's going to decide to spend some more time with you or then you can get a number and you can meet her again later right right however and then when you keep seeing the girl again later at some point in time yeah i mean you're going to be in a relationship bro i watched a couple of shitish videos and i decided that i need to do this right so i was in the middle of bangalore and i went over to a woman and i just told her that let's go and grab tea because he always says that don't do coffee uh don't do something that is very high investment so i thought cool if not yeah. coffee let's do tea I, i don't know i don't know what came up to me yeah, i would even say chai bro like i would i would keep it even more like casual be like dude let's go get chai man and then oversell the shit out of chai and be like dude there's going to be cinnamon in chai how can you say no to cinnamon come on <laughs> that makes it like fun and playful right like look at you you're laughing right now so right. when people are in a fun emotional mood mm-hmm. they 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 associate that fun with you and and it creates a sense of warmth and the person would want to spend the time with you and would want to see you again but exactly. if I, but but if i'm i'm like how how would you like to have a cup of tea with me it's going right. to be a no mostly right right exactly so i went out with her uh, we hung out for a uh, for some time and then we realized that we both do poetry and you hate poetry but yeah 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 <laughs> we both do poetry and uh, we started talking about some poetry circles and things happened and like um, yeah we were gra- we were there for a for a long time we were there together she showed me around bangalore and stuff happened my so, point yeah. is that what he's saying is that you need to approach people and tell them that you are interested to converse with them once the conversation starts you can take it anywhere you can take it you can sell credit cards to them shit yeah. <laughs> uh one thing that i always wanted to ask you is uh, like yeah. in old school times people used to meet through like in on this podcast we have been talking to a lot of tribes Okay. Right, right, right. And uh, and these tribes that we have figured out that they talk about arranged marriages, they meet their uh, spouses, their fiancés through yeah. social circles. Through uh, I'm using some very textbook vocabulary. Through yeah. some social circles, they uh, they meet through some friends of friends or stuff like that, right? Right. And there is arranged marriages, marriage markets, etc. We're talking about very extreme, extremely very very old tribes. Yeah. Right now, the market has transcended into something different. It's a uh, Right now, people meet through the way you mentioned. That's cold approach, yeah. or people meet through online apps, etc. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a little more unstable than what it was earlier? I know it's a very philosophical question, but yeah. uh, is it is it a little? Do you think it's a little more unstable and a little much more competitive than what it was uh, earlier? And do do you think there are any parallels or any differences or any any? Uh, visceral things that we can we can actually differentiate or demarcate between these two things or something that we can learn from from the evolution of this thing yeah i mean uh, what do you, what do you mean by unstable between the two so my idea is like right now we have several different types of relationships we have people falling for one night stands people going for right. casual relationships mm-hmm. people becoming friends with benefits etc so there are a bunch of separate outcomes yeah So if she's not my girlfriend she could be a friend with benefits if she's not my friend with benefits she could be a one night stand if she's not a one night stand she could be a friend or something else or something like that there's a spectrum of outcomes right right sure. yeah so uh excuse me i forgot what uh, what we're talking about never never mind so unstable wala baat unstable exactly unstable exactly so ek specific goal nahi hai mm-hmm. right or specific goal nahi hone ke wajah se where am i in that spectrum Yeah. It's difficult to determine right now. So where okay. exactly am I taking the relationship? Is difficult to determine. That's what that's how I think of unstability in relationships. Right. Um. 
you mean in the sense that uh, a person simply doesn't know where he wants to take the relationship or do you mean in a sense that relationships are not being clearly defined as in what is happening and people are people are you know like not making things clear like ghosting is too much right like yeah, you exactly. a person and without saying anything the person just disappears right. so are you like right. the second one or the first one are we talking about let's go for the second one right right so with the second one bro um now with this, this this is where like we'll have to go deep bro so like if it if it's about like an unstable thing and people having lot of options like you can go on an app and you can match with people uh where women get bro like i was asking a couple of my girls who are friends and i was mm-hmm. so i launched a new online dating product right teaching yeah. people how to do online dating so i was i was researching and i was i asked the number of my friends around like 30 girls i spoke to and i was i was asking them, like what's your swipe to match ratio i mean the number of people you swipe and how many match it was a 99% It's ninety-nine percent. So Imagine. if they're gonna swipe hundred, they're gonna get matched with ninety-nine percent. Mm-hmm. All right, or at least nine and ten, like the worst mm-hmm. case scenario. All right, and mm-hmm. if you ask a man, bro, I mean, it's like hundred to one. It's completely opposite. So with with that disparity being that people having choice, it's, I mean, and you know the attention spans getting lower and lower and mm-hmm. lower. It's it's easy for people to like move on. And I've I've been I've been. feeling the same thing as well because i get shit tons of matches on dating apps i just started that and mm-hmm. it's like i'm it's like i'm talking to a person but then the next day i've got work and everything to do mm-hmm. so as soon as like there's some break or some shit um it's almost like the next day i wake up to five or six more people right and then at times if if you try and talk to the person that you spoke to yesterday or like two days back mm-hmm. it's almost like it's almost like you get sort of like a cold reply from there or until you can like differentiate yourself and you can really like you know uh, stand stand yourself out of the ground so one thing there is bro um i i i don't think we're just connected with ourselves man mainly mm-hmm. so the part the part about ghosting that let's say you talk to a person and the person stops messaging you is more emotional and mm-hmm. is more and and is lesser about them being a bitch may, may, mainly you know it's it's more about that the person does not want to feel negative emotions they fear mm-hmm. negative emotions or they fear confrontation so mm-hmm. they cannot up, be upfront to you and just tell you that all right i i'm not feeling this mm-hmm. all right people are running away from emotions so now once you run away from one emotion you're going to start running away from other emotions as well so if you're running away from confrontation or being upfront to a person and having clear communication at the same time if you love the person you're not going to you know tell the other person that i love you because of the fear of rejection because feeling mm-hmm. like what if the other person ghosts me now again mm-hmm. when this thing goes on and on and on no one saying anything no one's putting themselves out there on the line vulnerable everyone's having just half hearted relationships mm-hmm. um that's what we get that's what we end up with we're going right. to end up with half hearted relationships so i mean the solution to that is to work on yourself and then just just be comfortable with it because i mean men have a lot of commitment phobia right i had a lot of commitment phobia so it took me a long time mm-hmm. to long time of like inner work and stuff to work on that and that comes from your childhood experiences and all that stuff and then when you're growing up so many things happen blah 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 lots of fucking shit but once i worked on it now it's not so much like i mean i confront people see that right mm-hmm. so abhi recently there was this girl i was talking to and we i think during the lockdown we spoke for like two months and i had met her online but uh, she's not from delhi All right, so we were talking and stuff, and I was just like enjoying conversation. I've just been home, and I'm just we're just like normally talking. And then what happens in the middle? She she disappears for like a week. All right, right. which is not cool because we're talking every day. Now right. I could pretend and be like, oh my god, I'm really cool with it because I'm a star and because I'm a dating coach. But mm-hmm. no, that's that's. I mean, if if you and I like you know like if you and I are strangers, then that's fucking fine. But 
if you're talking to me daily and we've got some emotional connection there bro i mean that's not cool so i'm going to call you out mm-hmm. on your bullshit mm-hmm. so later on when i like i like i just texted her, i think after two days or some shit i was like, I was like yo what's up what's going on she's like yeah i'm going to make it up to you and then i just like i just like all right dude fuck it so then she texted me back after like a week uh mm-hmm. once she texted me back she's like hey what's up she's trying to pretend like you know nothing happened and then i was like dude this is not cool you can't do that if i'm putting mm-hmm. myself out there you can't you can't do that and she's like mm-hmm. i'm so sorry i was like yeah i mean that that's not cool i mean if it's done it's done you need to tell me but like this behavior is not is mm-hmm. not done so right, i mean just right just just i mean clearing things out like you said you know there's nothing clear so if you want things to be clear you'll have to clear it out from your end you got to mm-hmm. let the other person know so mm-hmm. sometimes if you're starting a relationship the person says that i don't want to get into a relationship i only want to keep right. it casual so mm-hmm. you want to mostly keep it casual man yeah. then you expecting something of a relationship is uh, not really good while at the same time a girl says i'm 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 in it for the long haul and i want to be in a relationship with you i want mm-hmm. something more serious then you need to tell her that, that that's what you want or that's what you don't want but mostly people don't make it clear Mm-hmm. and that's where the problem happens and even with ghosting man i think i think people need to communicate more but the thing mm-hmm. is they they don't they don't like because because there's like guilt and stuff you don't want to tell the other person that i, mm-hmm. I don't want to continue uh it's going to make you feel bad it's going to make the other person feel bad and and mm-hmm. it's easier for us to just you know like be an asshole and just be like let's just stop talking like mm-hmm. that's much easier thing to fucking do for people dude like i I love that perspective and you talked about something that we yeah. uh, that comes from a childhood trauma that comes from a childhood perspective this yeah. this is guy called Sigmund Freud uh, I think you may or may not agree with his ideas but yeah. he talks about something that you just said that he talks about the way we behave in our relationship comes from our childhood the way we behave with yeah. our parents our parents the bro sector so that so, yeah go on Yeah yeah so you have been talking i mean i have uh, looked at your instagram stories uh, at your yeah. youtube videos and you keep talking about these childhood traumas and childhood behavior expressions oh yeah so uh, elaborate more on that uh, like right. like how does that work out um so freud definitely like as you mentioned he's talked about that then now uh, in like you know traumatic studies if you talk about traumatic stress studies and uh, psychology in that manner there's this concept of called uh, attachment theory all right so attachment theory is basically that says that the way you're attached to your mother all right that's going to be like that that's going to basically set the stone for you when you're like growing up so uh, attachment theory or so attachment theory there are four types of attachment there's like secure attachment avoidant anxious and disorganized all right so with with those four things when you're like securely attached to like your mother that basically means that you have needs your mother's taking care of those needs all right so you feel secure there all right and then when you're going to grow up you're going to be in a relationship which is going to be more secure and your life is going to be much more safe and secure because you have an example which is already there but if let's say um for an example let, let's say let's say someone's mother really avoidant of her emotions because she's carrying maybe deep level guilt or shame or trauma which she doesn't want to feel so she's going to start avoiding those emotions now when she's going to have a child all right this could be the same with the father as well but um we as human beings we're more attached to our mother all right mothers play a very important role there because they breastfeed us they keep us in the womb so we're naturally more attached to our mothers so our, our mother son relationship and mother daughter relationship becomes very very important all right mothers play a huge role in uh you know bringing up a child i think more more than the father uh, a child could i think it's still i mean you need a father to grow up as well but like you definitely need a mother like when you when you're like growing up so right. so anyway um so we were talking about like if i if i'm a mother and i have my own mm-hmm. guilt and shame and everything that i haven't you know like addressed or while 
or while growing up i wasn't loved by so yeah so if i have my uh, guilt and shame and trauma that i've grown up with and at the same time mm. my mother has told me that uh, you know i haven't received the same love from my mother maybe she wasn't there or maybe she had her own emotional problems so when i grow up my idea of parenting is what that i'm not supposed to give more love to my child mm. at the same time i am not feeling the emotions right so if i'm not mm. feeling the the emotions once i have a child the child has needs because now the thing is that because my needs weren't met and my example of parenting is what's coming from my parents i'm mm. going to give the same parenting age all right mm. and then mm. the child will not know when like so that's going to be avoidant attachment basically like right. you're avoiding all those emotions so the child is going to grow up and he's mm. going to feel that emotions are anytime i try to get my needs met anytime i go for love i'm going to mm. get hurt because my mother is not giving me love or she or she's going to say things like you know you're a big man men don't cry all right mm. or, or the father could say the same thing so we're mm. taught to shut down our emotions all right and then you can look up like different attachment theories mm. as well then there's like anxious attachment theory so when i'm preoccupied with my own stuff like you know as a parent if i'm preoccupied with my own stuff i've got problems at work i've got my own relationship problems with my spouse then i've got problems in my mm. family then i've got health issues and everything or or maybe there's someone else in the family who's maybe in jail or uh some right. someone else who's like a rebel kid so all the attention is there all right so now again the child the some, one child is again ignored so when those things mm. are ignored the relationship that that mimics out there is that this is how it's supposed to be and then when we grow up we find ourselves in those relationships because in the end what we're trying to do is we're trying to receive the love that we never received mm-hmm. from the parent right and for that we're going to try to find people who are like our parents because we're going to finally start to feel that we're receiving the love but they're mm-hmm. again going to come with the same qualities of being anxious or avoidant or disorganized mm-hmm. right 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 kya baat hai yaar kya baat hai that's how it I- like fucking plays out bro I had a mental I had a mental health professional on my podcast and we were talking about this concept of enmeshment. Oh fucking shit bro this is yeah, anything yeah. more fucking dangerous than fucking enmeshment bro. So we were talking about that and yeah I mean I like your your explanation much better than uh, your explanation and and for some reason that lady I I really disagree with her and she's like you know enmeshment is something that people project on themselves. No what the fuck bro <laughs> Let me I didn't mention enmeshment right now so let me tell you what yeah. enmeshment is so we spoke mm-hmm. about avoidant and we spoke about secure so mm-hmm. let me tell you what enmeshment enmeshment mm-hmm. is when the mother or the father so it's it's enmeshment is usually cross enmeshment but it can happen the same sex enmeshment also so enmeshment is going to be the mother is going to enmesh the the boy and the father is going to enmesh the girl that's how usually it happens but it can happen with the mm-hmm. same sex as well all right mm-hmm. so if i look up to my father i might be enmeshed with my father as well so enmeshment the core definition of, of enmeshment is that the boundaries are being crossed all right? right right the core relationship between parents and child is that mm-hmm. parents give and child re- the child receives right, right? it's not right. that i'm going to have kids and i'm going to receive the love from my child and i'm going to feel loved and my child is going to take care of me and my child is going to be my emotional you know punching board and my uh, my you know my kandha jis pe baith ke main rahunga ya main rohungi right mm-hmm. and at the same time i'm going to discuss with my with my child my marital problems because i cannot discuss it with my spouse right mm-hmm. so i'm going to dump mm-hmm. all of it on him that's what enmeshment where it fucks it up so mm-hmm. in an ideal thing the parents give the give love to the child they take care of, care of his needs they wash him they bathe him they make him feel safe secure loved all that stuff that's co- going to be like that the child is going to grow up to be secure all right mm-hmm. then then there comes the part of abandonment all right so when mm-hmm. the child is abandoned the child wants the love but he's not being given anything 
all right the parent leaves right. or something like that right. same right. way with with neglect all right mm-hmm. with neglect nothing is given with enmeshment it's completely reverse rather than giving to the child you take from the child right so if i have a right. problem with my spouse i'm going to go up to the child and be like um you know tumhare papa itte aise hain tere papa mere to bilkul khayal hi nahi rakhte hain or the father mm-hmm. going going up to uh, the girl child and and being like you know you're the best you're the best girl in the world you're my princess never be like your mother you know your daddy's little princess right so that meshes the child and then what that happens is the role of like parents above and children niche gets into a, like a problematic zone mm-hmm. and so one thing is enmeshment and one thing is uh, so so there's parentification as well and then there's spousification as well now these are mm-hmm. like deeper concepts in enmeshment as well so um when the mother or the father make the child behave in a manner where they're sharing their own emotional stuff with the child talking about financial problems getting their emotional support from the child and telling him about the these are the problems happening in my life and bitching about the other spouse bitching about other things and being like you know i'm i'm mai itna pareshan hu you know mere ko to kuch nahi hota and you're the only person who listens to me now instead of the like the child from a child role where he has needs he mm. they're pushing him into a role of a spouse which right. is the role right. of the other partner all right now once he right. gets into that role of a spouse uska jo childhood ke needs hote hain he'll have to shove them down right and he's right. going to get fucked out there because a child needs something and now what's right. go, what's happening is he has to meet the needs of his parents all right and now because he has mm-hmm. to meet the need of his parents is going to be really burdening and really traumatic for him and he's going to grow up and be commitment phobic because mm-hmm. he's going to remember that any deeper relationship is going to end up like this this is what the right. fuck is going to happen right and then and then there's the part of parentification that's spousification mm-hmm. parentification is you're trying to t- you're taking care of the mother and the father as well mm-hmm. right the girl's taking care of the father the mo- uh, uh, and then the boy is taking care of the mother let's say the father is beating up the mother or let's say the mother is having issues somewhere else or let's say the father is having an extramarital affair the mother confides in the child but the child doesn't want to hear that it's traumatic right. for him he only right. needs to receive the love children are like sponges bro like they're just born you cannot you cannot meet your stuff from that get your fucking emotions in order man that's what like people need to do before even thinking about having kids and that's what and that's what when people say uh, uh like men are becoming much more uh, phobic of relationships oh yeah or women are becoming much more uh, aware of their surroundings are much more scared Right. this is this is, i think this is where i see it coming from like at a very very primal at a very very initial stage this is something that i see as a source of uh, that kind of behaviors that we are aggravated by behaviors that we abhor yeah so commitment phobia to wahi se aayega bro commitment phobia or enmeshment is like crazy i remember bro like so i've been through like deep fucking enmeshment bro so like mm-hmm. when all my relationships are majorly ended whenever they've gotten serious because i mm-hmm. would freak out like i would freak out so much i'd get so awkward and i'd get i'd feel like someone strangling me like that's how like mm. i i just could not i had to run away because it was mm. mimicking the same relationship with my mother out there um mm. then at the at the same time with like commitment phobia right so then then mm. there, there's there's a part of like you know uh if you're grown up seeing that the relationship between your parents isn't good all right Right, then you right. then you're going to not believe in the concept of marriage at all because that's exactly. the example that's set i grew exactly. up my first relationship with the woman is my mother 
वो गड़बड़ हो गया तो फिर बड़े होके आई एम ऑलवेज गोन बी चेजिंग दैट लव ऑलवेज गोन बी वॉन्टिंग दैट लव बट सिंस आई एम सो डीपली एन मैच आई एम स्टिल गोन रन अवे एंड देन the need of love is going to come again i'm going to go get that love get in mesh and run away this game is going to go on and on and on and and women say this so many times they're like why do men leave and they come back this exactly. is why men leave and they come back because they're enmeshed they're fucking enmeshed they're fucked <laughs> everyone's fucked you know that's the thing and it's just that we're not aware about it you know what terrifies me is that we are modeling our parents who already have bad relationships oh, yeah. and we are not going away we are going not going ahead with marriages जनरेशन दैट इज कमिंग आफ्टर अस हमारे बाद जो हमारे बच्चे आएंगे वो हमें देखेंगे उनके बच्चे उन्हें मॉडल करेंगे बट वो चॉइस नहीं है ना बाबा यू डोंट है सेम रिलेशनशिप यार शुड आई टेल यू समथिंग ये जो जनरेशन है जो यूट्यूब और नेटफ्लिक्स से सीख रही है ना वो उसे भी एक वो उसे भी एक पेरेंटल पोजिशन दे रही है True, true. That's there. Um, that's that's conflict create ho hai ki YouTube aur Netflix unko ek parent hai, uska original parent ek parent hai, aur itna conflict create ho hai, relationship hona kya chahiye. Yeah. And that's where my yeah. concept of unstability comes in. Ki yeah. Hai relationship? Yeah. I mean, bro. See, you want to have a better relationship. You got to be a better person yourself and figure out the shit that is inside you. Work mm-hmm. on that. um 99% of parenting is going to be fucked up it's going to mm-hmm. be traumatic and and no matter how good you try uh the errors are going to be made because that's just the human thing but mm-hmm. at the same time you know um love can still be there a lot of things which are there need to be prevented a child growing up being enmeshed fr- with this mother or with this father is traumatic maybe abandonment happening separation happening witnessing mm-hmm. the father beat up the mother witnessing the father rape the mother witnessing mm-hmm. the mother put a false case on the father witnessing like so many of these things bro or even witnessing the father going to jail or the mother going to jail that's traumatic it's i mean abandonment is traumatic to an extent that if you're waiting out of school and your parents are supposed to pick you up and your mom or dad gets half an hour late you it mm-hmm. triggers abandonment in you you feel that your parents left you and you mm. abandoned and now that this fucking trauma that you know none of your parents even intended so mm. trauma is not even like intended like nobody intended that but at the same right. time we need to understand like this is not about blaming the parents oh my god my parents fucked up like fuck you because mm. that's going to be the number one reaction you know when mm. once anybody learns about this thing anger is a very natural emotion that comes up but at this point in time like it's about understanding the our parents did the best that they wanted to do for us and now all that thing is in the past so now what we do is we work on it because we're still carrying it just saying that this is in the past this is all a mental construct doesn't really help because you still feel like that till then if you feel like that that is the reality of the situation is shan ki wo sachai hai right so you got right. to like fucking work on that shit bro and only then can you really be free to have like amazing relationships it's going to take time for anyone who thinks that this is all very complicated i love giving this example of gautam buddha yeah uske ghar pe sab theek tha right and his parents were avoiding any bad thing from happening right yeah and one day he was taken out he saw a poor person and his life changed yeah he's like itna trauma usne ek bahut simple si cheez dekhi ki koi insaan bina kapde ke reh raha hai koi gareeb hai aur usne itni idealize kar li thi lifestyle ko ki usne ek gareeb ko dekha like shit dude yeah ye nahi hona chahiye and that's what trauma is the that's a very extreme form of trauma like you can just go buddha you can start around the region that's yeah. one form of trauma but like 
one thing is like you can i don't know like how you understand is the way you idealize your relationships the way you see the relationships of your parents and then the you know uneventful bad things that happen things that should not happen unexpected things when they happen they cause trauma within you chalo i i i, I shouldn't be speaking zyada bol diya thoda chalo shitish coming yeah. back to some less serious subjects uh, yeah yeah you you have this concept of cold approach where you just go uh, up to a person and just you tell them that i want to have a conversation with you and then things go forward yeah how would you make that socially acceptable do you think it's socially acceptable for people listening um it is you got to have a you got to stop giving a fuck about people because people only give a fuck about themselves and uh, on one spectrum let's say you you try to please everyone bro all right right um let's take an example of a guy who hasn't dated anyone he's like 30 years old because my mm. i have i have number of clients who are like 30 spend all his life studying all right wants to please people but mm. end me reality kya hai end me reality he's still single right he wants to get in a relationship now you can always go for arranged marriage or you can have the choice of go out and talk to the person that you want to talk to at right. the same time imagine the sense of freedom you get bro like just going out and knowing that you can have a conversation with anybody and people are going to be generally sweet and nice to you mm. and if they're not then all right that's okay you go talk to someone else if you they don't want to talk to you you mm. excuse yourself and you move on and there's there's like a sense of freedom which is more important with like a uh, cold approach and with cold approach bro i mean it doesn't have to be socially acceptable most of the things are like a lot of the things are not socially acceptable bro i mean at some point in time uh slavery was socially expect- acceptable doesn't mean it was right so True. i know what i'm doing so you got to and, and this this involves having a great sense of self as well if i have mm. a sense of self if i derive my worth from myself rather than external then i will not give that much of a fuck about what other people think right right if i want to have a conversation with people if i want to if if i want to just have a conversation with people if i want to talk to someone that's my core desire i am going to go and start have that conversation mm-hmm. all right and yeah at least i'm going to go attempt it ab usme there's another thing all right india at least as a society a whole the entire country approaching mm-hmm. girls for like a romantic thing you know like were you interested in the girl romantically wo to alag baat hai yaar the main core issue is that you know when you're walking in the road you don't you're not even going to approach the same sex guy and just be like hello hey yeah how's your day going right you know right. like people think it's weird and whenever you go abroad at least like you know when you're crossing people you smile at each other and having mm. a conversation with other people is not weird so mm. what's socially acceptable and what's not acceptable like those are the things that needs to be defined by you like what do you really want if someone does not want to do that someone does not want to take the pressure of going out and uh mm. talking to people and uh, is fine that uh you know he's he's with his friends and is fine just living mm. the life that i want to have a conversation but i can't i mean that's completely mm. fine but there are people who want to do that like i want to do that so i i, I don't care bro i'm going to i'm going to find out like minded people because people have different things right so you mm. you want to do poetry poetry is not socially acceptable in my little bubble right now doesn't <laughs> mean you're going to stop doing poetry bro you're going to find more people with poetry right you go to bangalore right. you get a girl for chai you've got you found yourself a poetry person mm. similarly with her i'm going to find cool minded people who share the same wavelength doesn't mm. like at the same time nobody not everyone has to agree with it all right right but i'm going right. to i'm going to like lot of my friends they don't do cold approach bro but they understand why i do it and they tell me that bro jo tu karta hai hamare bas ki nahi hai like we really admire your stuff and we like love watching your videos it's almost like they it's almost like they love it because 
I'm doing what they always wanted to do and it makes mm-hmm. them happy. And there are some people who literally come on bootcamp who are like, yo, I want to get the, these results. I really like what this is happening. I want this for myself. And then we get that done. So if it's socially acceptable or not acceptable, bro, who gives a fuck, man? Like there are, there's, there's literally nothing which is like 100% acceptable by society anyway. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing, bro. Even like Shah Rukh Khan is not 100% accepted, bro. Right, right. Like people are like, oh, I hate Shah Rukh Khan. He's a fucking... Talks about like all romantic stuff. Romance doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but dude, Shahrukh, man, come on. The direction I was taking this was like yeah. after this COVID nineteen crisis. Yeah. How do you see cold approaching people? How do you see uh, this form of dating working out? Yeah, I mean uh, precautions will have to be taken till the time we're wearing masks. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it's it's difficult till the time we're wearing masks, bro. But like once the mask thing goes away, I think then then it's chill. Then you can carry a sanitizer with you with you and be like, yo, hi, what's up? You know, sanitize your hands first. Maybe sanitize your face and then start cracking jokes about it and be like, oh mm-hmm. my god, I'm so I'm so happy like this. Or maybe you know, even when the masks are going on, maybe get yourself a Batman mask, man. Like you know, some shit like that. Get like a fun mask and then go mm-hmm. talk to people in that man if you really have to. But abhi hai to cold approach right now. So like it's almost dead, bro. Mm-hmm. But at some point in time, we're gonna bounce back. Right, like, right. We're in lockdown, bro. Like, wouldn't you want to like meet people in person rather than just meeting online? Yeah, I would. Like, I, 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 yeah. absolutely, I find this absolutely horrendous. Why would you want to talk to anyone online? Yeah, and and in the in the end, also, if you're talking online, you will be meeting in person, right? Right. Yeah, that's so the objective. You mm-hmm. will be meeting in person. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's gonna start again, bro. I'll be lockdown chal right so we're like chilling we're mm-hmm. not going on not doing other things which is i'm like i've started to talk about online dating as well mm-hmm. uh because that's that's how like you know like you gotta adapt man like how things are going can't mm-hmm. be living the life that all record approach jab khulega, tab right. club and that, that's okay right. it's completely right. fine not a big deal Shritij, uh one final question but, yeah, but before that just tell us about your online course because you have mentioned it a couple of times and i'm interested about it so what is it about what's uh, what are you teaching guys about online dating and why should they take a course all right so right now they can't sign up for the course bro i've already closed it down all right so if anybody wants to sign up for it they can't but it's basically an eight-week program where um, mm-hmm. i help people build their so build their sorry online dating profile i help them i teach them wh- what kind of pictures are going to get them the most matches i teach them about grooming so that the way they're looking right now, they start looking much better and have a great first impression and mm-hmm. click like much better pictures because on dating apps, your pictures are going to be the most basic thing. After that comes mm-hmm. your bio. Uh, I'm going to teach them how to write a bio which is uh, conducive to them, which is unique to them where they can convey their topmost positive qualities and start getting mm-hmm. more matches on dating apps. And right. then after that, how do you like, what do you say after you match? And then how do you create attraction on text? And then how do you mm-hmm. differentiate yourself from other people? Then how do you take the conversation to Instagram? And then how do you utilize Instagram at the same time? How do you utilize Instagram to meet people in and of itself? Um, mm-hmm. And then how do you go on a date? And how do you how do you even set up the date? What do you do on the date? How do you make sure that the date is in such a manner that the girl wants to meet you again? So it's basically mm-hmm. everything, you know, like from the point that... Uh, Starting from like helping you download the app all the way to you getting into a relationship. Hmm, right. So it's going to be like an eight-week program where I do like live webinars and stuff, do Q and A's, teach people about stuff, so that. But I know it's close, man. <laughs> Perfect. Like yeah. he he keeps having these courses, he keeps having these uh, webinars, yeah. programs, etc. So if you guys are interested, his links will be in the description oh, yeah. of this episode. Go check him out. Go follow him. For people yeah. who don't know, I don't think there's anyone in India who doesn't know you. Uh, who has looked these I'm, things I mean, they up. would. Also, also the, the next course is going to be about inner child healing and inner work and trauma that we spoke about. Perfect. Right now. 
that's going to be the next one but uh, i'm i'm pretty sure bro a lot of people uh, don't and then uh, if someone is listening to the podcast and somebody happens to come across me just shoot me a dm and be like i saw you on ankit's <laughs> podcast on the world is ending but yeah bro ankit bro i had this question why why is the world ending like why why what the name behind the podcast yaar bachpan mein kahani sunte the na ek khargosh ki jo aasman gir raha hai right yeah wo bhagta rehta tha this is my whole inspiration behind this chicken little exactly. yeah this is my whole inspiration behind this like people yeah. are so scared yeah and then it's like it's like people are telling each other that bro the world is ending bro the world is ending yeah. right so this this was my whole concept behind the podcast that the world is yeah. ending podcast and let's just yeah. listen and then people would want to listen and then people come on the podcast and there people like me who like no bro the world's not ending i think the world's a beautiful place i think it's amazing there's some bad shit happening but i think we're in a much better place i like how the world I'm is always I've always yeah. got this. So, uh, one final question, Shetesh, and then I'll leave you. Uh, Let's go, bro. Yeah. So, what would you like to tell women? Yeah. As a dating coach. <laughs> uh huh. That's it. Uh, like, like this one another guy uh, I talked to on this podcast, and he told me that um, he'd like to tell women that he's doing their job. He's making it easier for them. He's making guys less creepy. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, bro, hundred percent. But apart from that, like. uh i think i think like this one thing that if i would be in your position i'd be like yeah women please women be more uh, accepting of guys who come approach you just just not every guy who approaches you is creepy or something like that to that yeah. effect but that's your answer so uh what would you like to tell women about uh, cold approach cold approach dating men etc and your job in general yeah 100% bro so most of my clients that come up to me on programs and what i teach i'm not teaching guys to be roadside romeos man it's not about jao ja ke ladki chedo no it's about go up mm. to someone be dressed nice have a nice mm. conversation if the person wants to have it with you if not then you leave and mm. and the main thing is bro like women don't understand the amount of balls it needs to do an approach man like women feel that you know like with itni sari problems hui hain hamare sath ye sab hua which is true all right so many things have happened mm. against women and they feel that every guy that comes up to them which is a natural response also right mm. ki koi bhi banda aayega he's going to fucking either kill me beat me uh try to sexually harass me or just not let me go because they've had those bad problems there all right but mm. then every now and then um maybe some guy comes and maybe you you feel that he's like a normal guy I think mm-hmm. you, I think it makes sense for you to give him a chance and specifically if let's say you're at a club where you know only cool people are there in the club if a guy is coming mm-hmm. up to you and he's trying to have a conversation with you um it takes a lot of balls or maybe he's just drunk that's also true all right <laughs> but it does take a lot of balls and, and specifically in daytime bro you know daytime no one's drunk right but mm-hmm. yeah so like when i go out i don't drink so when i'm going up and having a conversation with someone dude it's it's an effort is being put in i am so scared i am scared that the girl will slap me i am scared that that uh, she'll uh, you know throw a drink at my face and this is the same fear that all my clients have they're like bro uske boyfriend hoga wo marega mujhe main hello bhi bolunga to uske aur dost honge wo marenge ye ladki meri beizti kar degi yahan pe she's going to slap me she's going to be like tu ladki chhed raha hai and all these things are going to happen and they're such nice guys man like they're people who who want to just know that how do you like normally go up to a girl and not make her feel bad and and they want to work on themselves they want to work on the social anxiety they want to they want to they want to learn uh you know so most of my clients are majorly doctors and engineers all right so they've missed the socializing wala phase unki life ka or having a dating life but now mm-hmm. their careers are sort of settled they're coming out of college or they're in college they they they, they want to have some uh, uh, you know what do you call belongingness they want to mm-hmm. feel uh, what it feels to be in a relationship all right mm-hmm. 
So they want to learn that stuff. And these people are really putting in efforts. So anytime a guy is approaching a girl, bro, he has his heart in his hand. He's out there uh, with the fear of rejection and still going out there to talk to the girl and opening himself up to that rejection where the girl can reject him. But he's still taking that chance. He's still, still taking that risk. All right. So I think, yeah. I mean, it makes sense for the girls to definitely give him a chance. While at the same time, um, like what, like, as you just mentioned, that somebody else said that we're making it easier for the girls or something, right? So mm-hmm. with, which is also 100% true because most guys, they, uh, you mentioned that, you know, Netflix or either others are getting a knowledge of dating and everything. And mm-hmm. these Punjabi music videos, where you're buying them clothes and this and that. And Kabir Singh, where you can just go do anything <laughs> with that. Kuch bhi chal okay? So no one knows what's happening, right? So like, we're not teaching them to be roadside Romeos, man. We're teaching them how, we're teaching them the basics of conversation. All right. Sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that you, that it's okay to take uh, risk and fear and feel the fear of rejection and you can still go out there and do the approach and it's not going right. to be that bad so if someone can do that someone is coming up and someone is is talking to you he is like he's he's not the roadside Romeo guy man he's the guy mm-hmm. who's from one of the top big four companies or one of the top companies like TCS or JP Morgan or that kind of stuff like those are my clients I don't man. like how you mentioned TCS and JP Morgan in the same sentence but it's okay. now, I mean I'm just saying they're educated people bro. roadside Romeo's you're not going to find with TCS now <laughs> or JP Morgan itself right but yeah, yeah. the dude at least has a career right and he's, he's putting in effort I don't understand the reference between the two but that's how, that's how I mentioned it because I haven't been in the corporate space um, so yeah so if someone is coming up and talking to you and what we're teaching them we're teaching them how to be cordial how to be how to be nice how to talk to a girl how to understand what she wants and not be not be creepy dickheads and send them weird dms in their instagrams mm-hmm. and stuff and stalk them and like you know um just you know just just pareshan mat karo yaar ladkiyon ko basically like we're, we're teaching them not to pareshan karo ladkiyon ko and tamiz mein jaake kaise baat karte hain and if she doesn't want to talk to you you get the fuck away and this makes it easier because this makes it better for women because you're going to get a high quality man. Like imagine bro, mm-hmm. like if I'm a woman, a guy who's working on himself. Okay. All right. There, there, there's one guy just studied You could like him. If you like him, very good. But if there's a guy who's, who's working on himself as well, because I treat traits like ambitiousness and working on mm-hmm. themselves. I, I think they're amazing. And I think your podcast is also about being a better person, right? Right. So if there's someone who's already trying to be a better person, he's going to be a much better person anyway than the, the regular dude. He's going out there. He's getting fucking rejected. He's putting his heart on his sleeve. He's taking that risk for you. All right. So if he's taking that risk for you, he's working on himself. He's bettering in the same things that he wants to. I mean, I think he's a catch, bro. Yeah, dude. That's a, that's such a nice note to end on. Shetaj yeah. is like my dream dinner guest. <laughs> and- <laughs> so kind, bro. You're so kind. He's like, he's like one of those people. He has one video on his YouTube. I, I, I recommend watching it. I'll, I'll link it. This, this one where you were on a wheelchair. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that video, dude. Yeah. I love that video because yeah, there was a social experiment, you know, um, mm-hmm. some people might feel it bad as well. So, so I'll tell you the backstory behind that video. So we were thinking about that. What's the, like, so I told you, like, I believe confidence and uh, fun and sense of humor is all mm. you need to talk to a girl. All right. Right. So we were, so I thought about like, what's one thing that people are going to say hundred percent. You can never meet women like this. So it's mm. about going on a wheelchair and trying to talk to a girl. All right. I was mm. like, this is zada out of someone's reality. Kya yoga, all right. And I wanted right. to do this social experiment and find out that if other people are going to, going to like you. 
so in that like the way it turns out is it was fucking amazing bro and i got messages from couple of people who were in wheelchairs already who who were like uh, you know um uh, i know what the socially acceptable term is uh, specially abled right mm-hmm. i think i think that's what you call them and and people were sending me messages and this one guy uh, goes like bro you are such an inspiration just watching the video makes me feel amazing that there's hope and i'm glad that you know you made that video bro it's so fucking cool all right and i mean like that was the best thing that could have ever happened bro like imagine a guy i'm i'm able to make a change in his life jahan pe sab usko bol rahe ki nahi bhai tera kuch nahi ho sakta just get into an arranged marriage and i'm trying to lift him up i'm like bro definitely ho sakta like you've got to put your thing out there you've got to like mm-hmm. put effort so yeah man yeah. it's very amazing video bro i mean that's something that's incredibly inspiring that's something that wo video na i have seen that five six times and it's like yaar i can do this yaar matlab it's like i don't know like ek ajeeb sa feeling aata hai ki yaar isne na apne upar ek constraint dala aur fir bhi wo kaam kar liya to i can run a marathon right i can go to the gym yeah or i can study <laughs> I'm in a third year college, but I can get a good job. Like, उस तरह के चलो खैर नहीं वे। Yeah, you can do anything, man. You can do anything. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. चलो नहीं वे। Shitesh, thank you very much, dude. Like, I absolutely love you and uh, I mean, no homo. <laughs> thank you so but, much, man. I, I but I absolutely that. love you, man, and I absolutely love your content. I really hope you keep growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I really hope good things happen to you. And uh, man i'm 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 a big fan and thank you very much for coming on my podcast yeah thank you for having me man